All right, we're on Perik Zion Mishnah Ches. Uh, here we talk about, we're talking about Eulis. So you have these uh, undeveloped grapes on the tree, which are going to the Anim. Um, I'm a very, uh, what's it called? I'm a, I'm, I'm a very generous person and uh, very Holy Spirit. And I decide that I want to give my kerem, I want to give my vineyard to Hektish. Now, what happens with the Ololos? So the Mishnah is going to say that if at the time that I was Maktish the Sada, the Ololos are not nicker, they're not recognizable yet, so then the halacha is that the Sada goes to, to Hektish, the Ololos grow, they belong to Hektish, and there is no din of Ololos. But if at the time that I make the Sada Hektish, the Ololos are already nicker, they're there, so then the Balabais has no right to be maktash those ololos, either because of the fact that the anim already have a zechus, even though they can't cut them for themselves, like we saw yesterday, but they already have a zechus and the Balabais can't be maktash them, or because we say that the das Balabais is not, is not to be maktash them, because he knows that they're going to the anim. But be that as it may, those ololos go to the anim, which raises the following problem. Now you have a field, a, a kerem that belongs to Hektish, Right? The Ololos belong to the Aniyim, or they're going to take the Aniyim. The, the Aniyim are actually reaping benefit from land that belongs to Hektish. So what's the deal with that? So it's a machlaikis. One shita is, is that the Aniyim actually have to compensate Hektish afterwards for whatever they gained from the ground, that small amount. And the other is that, no, is that since the Aniyim get the Ololos, there's a shibut on the Karka. The Karka also belongs to the Aniyim for the Ololos, and therefore they don't have to pay anything to Hektish. That, in fact, is uh, the Halacha. The last thing that we learn in this Mishnah is, uh, <coughs> uh, what's it called, the Din of Shikha with talking about uh, vines. Now we're talking about vines. There's going to be shikha of vines also. And we learned that shikha only happens when I'm past what, it, uh, what, what I uh, was gathering in. But if there's a part that I haven't gathered in yet, and let's say there's kama, and uh, an amir is right near the kama, so then it's not shikha yet because it attaches itself to that which I didn't forget. What about a vine? So there are two types of vines. There are vines that go up on a fence, up on a piece of wood, those we say that there's a carryover from one vine to the other, and if it's close enough that you can reach from one vine to the other, it's all considered to be one unit. Just because you forgot one vine, you didn't forget the rest of the vines, there's no shikha. On the other hand, if the vines just lay on the ground, they're just flat on the ground, then each vine is its own unit. If you pass the vine, so then it's considered to be shikha. So that's Mishnah Ches. Hamaktish karmoy ad shaloy noidubay Somebody who's maktish. His vineyard before he knows that there are olos there. In olos anim, the olos don't go to the anim. It's already hectic. But if the olos are known about, it's nicker. Then they go to the anim. Rabbi Yaisi, Aymer, Rabbi Yaisi says he argues with the Tanakama on this is that yitnu but the Aniyim have to give money or compensation to Hektish because of the fact that they reaped benefit from the vineyard, which was already Hektish. Ezehi shikha be'aris. So what is shikha in the vines? Be'aris are the types that go up on a fence or up on a pole. Kol she'ina yocho lifshotes yadav alitla. Anything that you cannot stretch out your hand when you're standing next to the next vine, which you didn't forget, and to take from this vine. 
Uberoglios, Beroglios are the vines that go on the uh, floor, like Miloshon Regel. Mishiyavor Hemeno, once you pass it, it's a Rei Shikram. Okay. This Mishnah everybody knows because it's the first Gemara that most people ever learned in their lives in Elu Metzias, Mishielchu Hanamushos. Right? So, uh, what's it called? So, over here we're talking about at what point, right, all the Matnas Aniyim. All the matnas aniyim, uh, so the aniyim get first dibs. But let's say that the aniyim don't go for it, right? So it's just, you know, after Shabbos, there's a lot of leftovers. So what happens with the leftovers? Everybody could take it. When is everybody allowed to go and take the matnas aniyim? So it goes different types of matnas aniyim. There's a different standard. Leket, shikha, peya, mishiyelchu hanemushos. Who is the nemushos? The old guys who go on their cane, when the very last Aniyim come through and don't take it, then everybody else can take it. Peren Ololos, Peren and Ololos, the vineyard, once the, uh, once, uh, once the Aniyim, like uh, the Megillus Rus, they go forward, they go backward, they go through once and they go back again, that's it. That's, uh, that's enough, then that's open to everybody. What about Matnus Aniyim on the olive trees, right? We saw that there was Peya, Shikha, Leket on the olive trees. So here you have a machlokas. Uh, the olive trees, so it goes by the date. It's called Revia Shnia. It's Chaf Gimel Cheshven. And uh, the second shita, though, is, uh, what's it called? This is how we paskin, is that Chaf Gimel Cheshven is too early because some people don't uh, even reap their trees by Chaf Gimel Cheshven. It goes by, up until the point where there are no longer any, uh, what's it, no longer... Um, Two sudas worth, right? Four, uh, what's it called? Four sudas, really. Two for a man and two for a, two for a man and two for his wife. Left on the trees, then it's open up to the public. Okay. So mutarim When is everybody able to take the leket? So mishiyelcho hanemoshos. Once the old people, right, the lakuti basar lakuti, the gatherers after the gatherers, once they've been through. Once the Aniyim have gone through the vineyard and gone back the other direction. And in an olive orchard, where uh, you have like at Shikhapea, once the second rain has gone down, that's Chav Gimel Cheshven. Am Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, not true. There are some people who don't even pick the olives until after Chav Gimel Cheshven. So what do you think, Chav Gimel Cheshven? So it's where an Ani will go out and he won't even be able to bring back olives of four Isar's worth. Right, which the Rami Bartanura explains over here, it's basically the equivalent of four meals, which is one day's worth for a man and his wife, two meals for the man, and two man and two meals for his wife. Everybody should have a good Shabbos. Shabbos.